Welcome back to Living the Logos. I am Dr. Chandra Washington, and this is our space to explore biblical truths and learn how to practically apply them to every situation in life. Last time, we talked about how believers have the responsibility to step into their place of authority in order to advance the kingdom. Jesus literally delegated this authority to us for us to do what he did and more. So today, our focus is on how to walk in your authority. And before we get into that, I want to briefly talk about some of the things that Jesus gave us the authority to do. Let's take a look at Matthew chapter 10, verses 7 through 8. This outlines it. So in these verses, Jesus is sending his disciples out. In verse 7, he's saying, and I'm paraphrasing, hey guys, as you go, just so there is no confusion and just so we have consistent messaging, because I want y'all to all be saying and doing the same thing, here is the message. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. He wanted them to tell the people that he was in fact the Messiah that they had been waiting for. He wanted them to help people understand that the kingdom was near because he was on the earth now. He wanted them to tell everybody that now was the time to put their trust and faith in him in order to be welcomed into his kingdom. He went on to tell the disciples in verse eight that while they were doing that, that there should also be some demonstrations of the kingdom. It wasn't just enough to talk about the kingdom being at hand. There needed to be some demonstrations. So Jesus went on to tell them, hey, just so you're clear on what you're supposed to be doing, you should heal the sick. You should raise the dead. You should cleanse those who have leprosy and you should kick out demons. So Jesus is sending them out as his representatives. He is sending the disciples in his place. He is sending them out under his direction. They knew what to say and they knew what to do because they were going in his authority. So I wanted to lead with that so that we too could be clear on what we have been given authority to do. Now, let's 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 pause for a second. Did you know that there are some people who believe that when Jesus gave these directions to the disciples, he only meant it for them during that time? There are so many scholars, Bible scholars, who will say, yeah, that was just for the disciples. That is not for us as modern day believers. But baby boom, this message is also for us today. Yeah, it is. We should be proclaiming the gospel everywhere that we go. We should be doing exactly what Jesus told his disciples to do. Healing the sick, raising the dead, cleansing the lepers, and kicking out demons. And we're going to talk about each one of those in detail in our future episodes. So I guess the question that we should ask is, why? Why won't believers walk in their authority? What is the disconnect between us reading and having a clear understanding that we do in fact have authority from Jesus. Why do we have so many believers 
who are satisfied with living powerless lives. Let's talk about that. Why is it hard for some believers to operate in confidence and boldness about their authority? Are are we certain about the truth of our authority? Are we certain that we, we really have the authority? Are we certain that Jesus really gave it to us? Are we willing to take risks? Are we willing to go outside of our comfort zone to exercise our authority? Are we willing to be innovative? And by innovative, I really mean, are we willing to be led by spirit, by Holy Spirit, and not doing what we want to do, but doing what Holy Spirit tells us to do in using our authority, even when it doesn't make sense? Hmm. Because, yeah, Jesus gave us that authority, not for ourselves, but to bless others. He gave us authority. So think about it like this. When we hear about using our authority or when we read about using our authority, we have to internalize the word and put it into practice. Let me say that again. We have to internalize and put it into practice. Y'all, we've got to stop being timid believers. We've got to stop being scaredy cats when it comes to using our authority. We've got to be confident and bold in exercising our authority. We have to refuse to allow fear the right to exist in and dominate our lives. We cannot be concerned with what people will say about us because that doesn't matter. We can't let fear cause us to avoid doing what we consider to be the hard things. When it comes to our authority, we can't let fear alter our decision to walk in our authority. We cannot afford to let fear paralyze us and we can't afford to give in to fear even when it is disguised as wisdom. Hmm. So how do you overcome that fear? How do you walk in your authority with confidence and boldness? I'm so glad that you asked. Here are some things that I believe will help us as believers to fully embrace and walk in our authority. First of all, you have to identify your confidence killers. If you're not fully operating in authority, you have confidence killers. And our working definition of a confidence killer for the purposes of today's discussion would be anything that causes you to be unsure of your authority from Jesus Christ. So what do we do? We ask God to show us what is keeping us from operating in our full authority. And whatever he shows you, that is your confidence killer. Well, what are some confidence killers? Fear. Yeah. Rejection. Mm-hmm. Being worried about criticism. Being concerned about being a failure. Uh, comparing our authority to what we perceive someone else's authority is. When the truth of the matter is we've all been given the same authority. What are some other confidence killers? Overthinking and saying, yeah, 
uh, that's not really meant for us. That was meant for the disciples back during the Bible days. What are some other confidence killers? Uh, negative people being in a negative environment where people don't believe um, in the authority that Jesus is giving us. What are some other confidence killers living in the past and saying, well, I used to do this or I used to be this way. There's no way that Jesus would ever give me his authority. Hmm. You've got to identify the confidence killers. Even if you're in denial about your confidence killers and think you don't have any, or even if you're aware and you feel like you're hiding them from everyone else, you're not. Ask Holy Spirit to show you all of your confidence killers and don't argue when he does. All right. So that's the first thing you've got to identify those confidence killers. The next thing to do to start walking in your authority, you have to pray with unashamed honesty. What do I mean? You have to take those things that are confidence killers in your life and put what you are thinking and feeling about them out in the open with God. Because newsflash, he already knows. God is our safe space. And he can do something with everything that we bring to him. So if I know that the fear of people talking about me or my reputation being ruined is keeping me from exercising my authority, I can tell God that. And he'll remind me, hey, Chandra, I didn't give you a spirit of fear. I gave you power. I gave you love and I gave you sound mind. God has a solution for any issue that we bring to him. He has a way of escape. First Corinthians 10, 13 tells us that. And in fact, the living Bible translation says that any wrong desires that come into our life aren't anything that are new or different. So guess what? The fact that maybe you don't feel comfortable walking in your authority, that's not new and it's not different. And when we take it to God, he will show us what to do. He will help us to overcome. Okay, so you've got to identify those confidence killers and then you've got to pray with unashamed honesty. And lastly, friend, you just have to go ahead on and obey God. That's it. Your confidence will build with your radical obedience. And the word says that you will be blessed. You will be in a position to receive the extension of God's grace. And I love how in James 125, it speaks of opening our eyes and taking in, how does it describe it? The perfect, beautiful truth that is found in God's law of liberty and live by it. Well, what is the law of liberty? The law of liberty uh, it's what the teachings of Christ tell us. The law of liberty is what we need to do in order to live free. And Christ already told us, as we talked in the last episode, that we would do what he did and greater works. He told us in Matthew chapter 10, verses 7 and 8, what he wanted believers to do in his authority. 
And in this passage in James 125, it goes on to tell us that we should do what the perfect law of liberty, we should do what the teachings of Christ tell us to do. And when we do that, we will be blessed in what we do. That is in the word. So real talk as someone who as at who at one point struggled to operate in my authority as a believer, I can tell you that when I sat with Holy Spirit and asked him to show me the things in my life that were keeping me from walking in my full authority as a believer, and then I took those things to God in prayer with my unashamed honesty, and then I made the decision that I was going to radically obey what Jesus had told us that believers should do and what he had already given me the authority, the authority to do my life changed for the better. And I believe that yours will too. And I believe that when you do these things, that you will be so equipped and so confident and so bold to operate in your authority. So why are we talking about this? Our call to action today is make the decision that you're going to operate in the authority that Jesus gave you. Make the decision that you're going to deny any confidence killers the right to exist in your life. Make the decision that you're going to admit those feelings to God. And yeah, those feelings that he already knows anyway. Make the decision that you're going to let God do the work in you. Then make the decision to radically obey what he tells you to do so that you can walk in the full authority given to you by Jesus. Yeah, that's our call to action today. And I think that sounds like a pretty good plan. So guys, I thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And I would love to hear your thoughts. And I want you to have the most amazing day. And it is my sincerest prayer that life will find you living the logos because that is the only way to live. Hey guys, I'll see you next time. Bye.